Good morning and welcome to Pop Cultured. My name is Aliana Roldan. Today we'll be discussing Rocky IV. And as always, Pop Cultured is your only source for movie reviews under 10 minutes. And we've got to thank our sponsor first and foremost, TeachersOnly.com. You're sad, you're lonely, you like teaching kids, you don't like teaching kids, you never want to have kids, but you're a teacher and you've got those summers off, TeachersOnly.com. All right, so before we even get started with our synopsis, we've got to ask everybody what they thought about Rocky IV. So we went to the streets of New York and asked one random person. All right. So what do you think about Rocky IV? Wait, there was a fourth one? Since when? All right, so now that we've heard talk to the non-movie nerds, let's get into the synopsis. It's a 1985 drama directed by, written by, and starring my boy, Sylvester Stallone. Rocky IV is the fourth movie of the Rocky franchise, unless you live under a rock. The star-sorted supporting cast is Talia Shire, Burt Young, Carl Weathers, Bridget Nelson, uh, Tony Burton, Michael Patkey, Dolph Lundgren, and of course there is a very, very brief appearance um, with... James Brown, soul legend James Brown. He sings his song, Living in America. It's amazing. Um, it begins, like, just a brief synopsis, is Rocky, who is played by Stallone, goes with Apollo Creed, who is Carl Weathers, to fight Ivan Drago, Lundgren. And Drago accidentally kills Creed in the ring, which causes Rocky to be really, really sad, and me to be really, really sad, and vow to defeat him. With the help of Creed's former manager, Duke, who is Burton, and the support of his wife, Adrian, Talia Shire, and friend, Polly, played by Burt Young, Rocky travels to the USSR to train, and he also tr- goes to beat Drago in the ring. Uh, first thing we got to talk about is the entertainment value. Like, that's just very important. Movies are there to make money. If it's an entertaining movie, people are going to go see it. A movie could win every Oscar in the world, and it wouldn't be a good movie because it wouldn't be entertaining. Uh, but Rocky Four is the opposite of that. It's very entertaining. It's got good humor. It's got great appeals to emotion, especially sadness. Ugh. And it keeps the audience engaged. Of course, it does have suspense in it. It's a sports movie. Everybody knows that. Um, the appeals to emotion are pretty scattered throughout. But one emotion that's just really prominent in Rocky IV is sadness. Girl, when Creed dies, there's just uh, an appeal to sadness. I'm crying. Creed was such a well-loved character and is very present throughout the first three Rocky movies. Obviously, he's like the main antagonist in Rocky One and Two, um, And a great side character in Rocky Three. Um, there's the funeral scene. You, I can't even see the funeral scene. I'm too busy crying. Duke states that Apollo Creed was like a son to him, which is just devastating. There's also some appeals to patriotism. Let's get away from sadness for a second. Um, there's these shorts with the America, American flag on them that I like to call the America shorts. Creed wears them when he dies, um, and Rocky wears them when he succeeds, and that really both appeal to American patriotism. Of course, the song Living in America, which is by James Brown, is an obvious appeal to patriotism, just like, you know, the America shorts. A more subtle appeal to patriotism that I noticed is that throughout the whole movie, Ivan Drago was depicted as very unsympathetic. This character trait is really, like, at the at its peak, when Drago uses the phrase, if he dies, he dies, when referring to Creed, who he just, like, basically punched to death. Um, let's not talk about Sadness, though. Let's talk about humor. Um, it's funny when Rocky's losing the fight against Drago, and he's like, I see three Rockies, and Duke's like, just, you know, hit the guy in the middle, because that's how life works. It's really humorous when Creed states that he's retired more men than Social Security. It's amusing that there's a robot in it. It's like a butler. It's like Rocky Jr.'s 
toy. It's never explained, but it talks. It's weird. Obviously, Polly is, um, you know, comic relief. <laughs> he has, like, very serious scenes in it, which is kind of weird, but for the most part, he's normally comic relief. And, of course, there's suspense in it. It's a sports movie. You're like, oh, is he gonna lose? No, he's the title character, you know? It's it's just one of those movies. Um, also, Rocky IV is extremely smart. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, it's a stupid, you know, sports movie, which is championing the idea, Rah, America good, Russia bad, we've gotta win, like, all that stuff. There are so many lessons in Rocky IV. Um, one overarching theme is, like, never give up. One of the things that really broke my heart, and one of the parts that really gets to never give you up, is... It's so heavily implied that Creed knew that he was going to die in that fight with Drago. Because he talks to Rocky and he goes, don't stop the fight no matter what happens. Because he didn't want to give up even if he was to pass. Another example of this is obviously when Rocky fights Drago anyway. Like an example of never giving up. Despite when he knows Drago was capable of because he had just killed Apollo Creed. I'm like about to cry. I don't know what I'm talking about. Another lesson in Rocky IV is that it's okay to be afraid. I mean, you can see the fear in Creed's eyes when, you know right before he goes into the ring, even though he's, like, bouncing up and down and, like, talking, you can kind of see the fear in that those eyes, which I'll talk about later when we talk about performances. Um, it's very heavily shown when Rocky talks to his son, Rocky Jr., about how he's always afraid before a big fight, but he fights anyway. And that also ties into never give up. On the, um, like, on the very, very surface, like, you think that Rocky Four is a very, very classic you know, sports movie. It's just a classic sports movie with the underdog is going to beat the bigger dude. But this really highlights the complexities of the Cold War and that possibility of peace that you saw during the early to mid-1980s because it was a 1985 movie. Uh, Rocky IV kind of highlights this idea that Americans and Russians were at fault for continuing aggression. Like, for example, Americans and like, in particular, Apollo Creed, but it's only really when he wears the America shorts, which I thought was really interesting, are portrayed as, like, arrogant, while Russians are depicted as unsympathetic, in particular, you know, Dolph Lundgren, who plays Ivan Drago, is depicted as unsympathetic as well. We've got to talk about special effects, which I don't even want to talk about because it was in 1985, but we got to talk about special effects. It's got stunt doubles, it's got sound effects, it's got handheld, it's prominent, you know, obviously we have to talk about montages because it's, you know, it's Rocky Four. The most prominent sound effects is, of course, the punching sound because it's a, you know, it's a sports movie. Um, it's used throughout the whole movie. Um, the only really, like, prominent stunt double is during the fight between Drago and Rocky. Stallone wanted to do that fight himself, but he, after one take of trying to fight um, Dolph Lundgren, because that dude is huge, uh, Stallone got injured, so they had to use a stunt double. Handheld, Stallone uses handheld all the time. It's used in the black and white found footage. Um, it's used during the fight between Drago and Rocky. It's used between the fight of um, Drago and Creed. It's used in like the first scene to resemble how somebody would like actually hold a camera and in the final like Rocky v Drago fight and in the Drago v Creed fight to stimulate like movement and to increase that suspense. And we have to talk about um you know, we have to talk about montages. Like, you think about the word montage and you go, oh, yeah, Rocky, you know, Eye of the Tiger. Like, that's just something that Stallone knows how to do extremely well. And, you know, montages are Stallone's specialty. Montages are sports movie specialty. And Rocky really created that idea of a montage being in a sports movie. Like, there would not be a training montage without Rocky, the whole series, but also Rocky Four has that really impeccable scene. 
Rocky Four has one of those scenes where, you know, Rocky feels like he's going to give up, and then he doesn't, and it's just, it's got Eye and the Tiger in the back. It's great. Um, and we have to talk about the performances. Everybody gives, like, 3,000%, except for Stallone, who gives, like, a million percent, because he also wrote and directed it. Oh, my God. Talia Shire does a great job at portraying emotion in her face. Carl Weathers just... <laughs> Like, he is probably the best actor out of all of them. I know Talia Shire was in Godfather, but Carl Weathers does such a great job at portraying emotion in his face, portraying fear in his face, portraying the idea that he knows he's going to die in his face, and he's only in, like, the first two scenes. So I I'm going to say that the standout was Carl Weathers. Um, Bridget Nelson does a really good job. Dolph Lundgren, of course, is supposed to be, like, this unsympathetic brute, but he also kind of plays off the idea that he doesn't really know what's happening. Of course, Stallone, you know, he's not the best actor in the world. Like, we know Sylvester Stallone is not going to win an Oscar anytime soon or ever. Um, but, you know, he gives such a very good performance because he knows how to write Rocky. He's directed Rocky. He understands his character. And I think that's what really separates Rocky from a lot of other sports movies and a lot of other lighthearted movies is that they really do understand the characters they're playing. And that's what really helps everybody's performance from um, even James Brown, who is in like one scene, does just such a good job at depicting the character he's playing, which is he's playing James Brown, basically. But he does a really good job. Um, I've got to talk a concluding because it's nine and a half minutes. But I want to just say real quick that Rocky Four is not the best movie in the world. Like, obviously, it's not the best movie in the world. It's no Godfather. It's not even the best Rocky movie. Like, Rocky One and Two are probably the best Rocky movies. But Rocky Four is probably the only Cold War era movie that on the really on the surface seems to be saying America good, Russia bad. But it's not. It's not saying that. It's saying that the Cold War is so complicated and that Russians and Americans are not really that different. And it offers this idea that peace, because it was 85, that it might be closer than one realizes. And Stallone was right on the money on that. Rocky Four really empathizes, just like, you know, its predecessors did, Rocky One, Two, Three, that there's this reality of the universal human struggle. And in the first three, it was really, you know, the universal human struggle within America, within Philadelphia, within big cities. But unlike them, they were just kind of like, people aren't really that different. You know, they've all got that idea. But, you know, Rocky Four is international. It's saying, you know, the U.S. and Russia aren't that different, which was such a big position to take in 85 that they were even alike in any ways. <laughs> anyways at all um but rocky four really says that there are not just russians and americans but people you know with the same universal struggle as everybody around them <sighs> all right so that's all the time we have for rocky four so thank you to teachers only and as always i'm eliana roldan stay pop cultured Bye bye